Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hello, Dolphin fans. Yes, that's right. We're back with yet another season of previews and reviews of your Miami Dolphins. Each week, we will discuss the upcoming game, analyzing the opponent, and then follow every game with a review show with all the highs and lows of the game. This season looks to be one of the most exciting seasons we have had in a good while, and we are really, truly excited to be there every step of the way. So please look for us and follow us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please feel free to leave comments after each show, as we truly appreciate any feedback. Now let's kick off this week's show. And it's another FinFans podcast. It's uh, (laughs) Monday night, and uh, the game ended a little while ago. Uh, Can we call it a game, Lewis? Well, what we... What we can't call it is Victory Monday. What we can call it is Miserable Monday because well, um, it's Tuesday. <laughs> well, it is Tuesday now. You're right. We're 29 minutes into Tuesday, yeah. but um, wow! I mean, terrible Tuesday. You talk about a collective, horrible, despicable. I mean, I can't even put enough adjectives on that on that football game to where. You know, there's just... That's what you call a complete collapse. Just absolutely, all the way around. I mean, offensively, defensively. Coaching staff. Coaching (laughs) coaching above and beyond and injury-wise. I mean, anything that could have possibly went wrong did go wrong. And they had the game handed to them and then just handed it right back to them. And... um, Ghost of Four Christmas minutes and 34 past. seconds, and you can't hold a 14-point lead. The ghost of Christmas past <laughs> has yeah. shown his face again in 2023. This is the type of stuff that we've seen for years, and we really felt after last week's effort, we that were- Maybe it was going to be different. Maybe they'd take care of the Titans and the Jets, and, uh, and then we'd have that three-game stretch. You know that that would be tough. And if we won two of those games, great. Yeah. Yep. Now you're in a position where you know you're nine and four. You're right back into the middle of things, and now you gotta now you gotta scratch and claw. And yeah. you know you got Buffalo breathing down your throats. And um, right now. You know, with the injury situation, you know, that we came out of this game, I mean, you know, I would expect, you know, to see Armstead and Hunt back possibly as early as Sunday, but, and, and even Holland, but, 
You may have lost Williams for an extended period of, period of time. You know, who else went out tonight? Tyreek. I mean, God only oh, yeah. knows what his situation. Tyreek Waddle went out for a while. Yeah, Waddle came back, though, and he yeah. played the whole game. So I don't think that's a concern, Mike. But, you know, the the effort tonight on the defensive side was just non-existent. You know, you're hoping for somebody to step up, you know, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we Steeler see did it. for a minute. Oh, yeah, early in the game, absolutely. Yep. But, you know, after that, Mike, you know, how many positives can you really say not, about the defense? Not many. You know, and and I, you know, Chubb's been playing outstanding. I mean, I don't want. I'm stumbling all over myself here. You know, Stubb's been playing outstanding. Chubb, but uh, Chubb, but um, <laughs> Stubb. Yeah, he played like Stubb tonight. It wasn't Chubb. It was Stubb. <laughs> it, it was you know, bum. I mean, he, you know, that throwing, throwing your helmet, helmet. yeah, throwing your helmet, just. I mean, you're a veteran. I mean, seriously, you know the rules. You know you can't take your helmet off on the field. You can't restrain yourself until you get to the sideline and do it. He wasn't it. thinking. That's all. But, he just but, wasn't thinking. But that's not an excuse, Mike. You have to think. You can't hand the team points you, you're over stupidity. Well, I mean, I'm not defending him. Don't take me yeah. wrong. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, it was it was an impulse and uh, he didn't right. control it. You can't. You just can't do that. You can't do it. And, you know, the fact that you know, you had a million other opportunities in the game to get to the quarterback, especially near the end of the game, and you didn't step up and get the job done. Nobody did. I mean, basically, they sent a four-man pass rush the last couple drives of the game, and not one of the guys was able to bring down Levis not one time in the football game. I think Wilkins had a sack in the second quarter, but late in the game when it really mattered, all you needed was one big play out of anybody in the secondary or anybody up front, and it didn't happen. The same on the offensive side. You know, we had two situations just literally, we had two gifts. It was like Christmas. I was like, you got to be kidding <laughs> yeah. me. You have got to be kidding me. We have played a horrible game, and we're still going to come out of here with a win. Two gifts handed to you, and basically, you run the ball in. You had a short field on in both situations, and yet you have a two touchdown lead that you basically, over the last four minutes and change, give it right back. And yeah. um, you know the game shouldn't have even been that close. Um, you know we can start early on, Mike. You know the the opportunities. You know Tua again. This is what the second time this season where he's fumbled inside the five yard line. Yeah. Listen, I understand Eichenberg was in the game and it's not the same center sitting it between his two legs and putting it right in your hands. But I watched the replay and you're going to have a million people blaming Eichenberg. As a matter of fact, Eichenberg, you know, they were saying went over to Tua and apologized. But I watched the play. And Tua just pulled out too fast. It's it's that simple. Something he's um, done before. It's things that he's done before and he hasn't done in weeks. But in games like this, I don't see another quarterback in the league do stuff like that. It happens, you know, and, and listen, you know, mistakes happen. But you can't do them at the two-yard line. And then, you know, you get back down the field later on 
and you get pass happy and you see pass after pass. And where's the running game? The running game was fine tonight. I understand if you're getting hit and you're getting hit for losses and one yard gains over and over. The running game was there tonight. And you get inside the 10 yard line or inside the five yard line and you throw three straight times. And on third and three, you throw a fade to a guy that just can't, you know, that basically Tua hasn't been throwing to all season in Cedric Wilson. And the ball's thrown completely out of bounds to where he's, he doesn't even have an opportunity. Where, where's the running game? Just run the football on third and three. And if you get down to the one-yard line, then you go for it. But, you know, I'd rather see that than three straight passes. On the next possession, you think he would have learned on the one <laughs> drive. No, they come right back down. Hill makes a phenomenal catch down the sideline. Tua makes a great throw. They get down to the three-yard line. And again, McDaniel gets pass happy and throws three straight passes. Tua falls on his ass on the third one for no apparent right. I don't know why, but he slips and falls. And well, that, was, to- that was new sod, Lewis. They just put that sod down. Yeah, well, I didn't see anybody else slip all well, night, Mike. I so didn't either, you explain but that. I'm so, just telling you, you know. And, you know, I'm not trying to put the blame on Tua, but my God, when you're inside the five-yard line and you have opportunities over and over again and you come away with nothing on one possession and then field goal on another, I mean, you know, that, that's the difference in the ball game when it's sure all it said is. and done. Sure it is. You know, when you look at the game as a whole and you see the coaching, and, and the decision-making, and then the fact that the, the plays that are being sent in aren't executed, you know, there's, there's a lot of blame to go around here. I mean, there just is. You know, both coaches, McDaniel coaching the offense and Fangio coaching the defense. I mean, you got to question everything that went on tonight because to me, you know, as we were talking through the game, um, you know, none of it made sense to me. You know, if you're going to... Didn't make a lot of sense to me either, Lewis. I mean, when, when you get inside the 10-yard line and you're going with an empty, empty backfield, you're, you're allowing the defense to just trigger on... Two is not a great scrambler by no means. Right. I mean, you know, he's not a guy like a Josh Allen or a Mahomes that you have to worry about, you know, doing a quarterback draw or whatever. Their defensive line is just firing off. I mean, to me, that makes no sense whatsoever. Even if you're not going to run the football, you still need to have a running back behind him to where there's the threat of that. It may freeze the linebackers, the safeties, whatever the no, case I, may I'd be. I'd have put Engle back there, you know, to, so if they blitz, you've got somebody there who can pick it up and, and give him a little bit more time to throw. Right, but Engle, Mike, listen, you're in, you, you've got – 13 yards of real estate there, right? When you're at the three-yard line. 13 right. yards, that's it, okay? Right. So by putting in gold in, you know, one way or another, the ball's got to come out pretty quick. I mean, you've got, you know, four receivers running around in the end zone, five, six defensive backs, linebackers, seven guys defending, whatever the case, six, seven guys defending in that short real estate, Okay. It, it, in gold, if you have Mostert back there, then you have a threat of a guy that could possibly get a handoff there, and you have to defend it. You have to. You have to keep linebackers in the middle of the field. When you go to empty sets and you're telegraphing the fact that you're going to throw the ball and you throw the ball, 
makes no sense to me. Now, late, late, he could have done the same thing with Ingold. He could have run the ball if you chose right, to do it, that. Right, if if they wanted to run Ingold, absolutely. Sure. But Mostard obviously is the best threat, you know, inside. Yes. You know, running the ball inside. The point, even a chain would have been fine. I don't care who it was. You know, I don't <laughs> care if it was me or your grandmother out there. At least there's a threat of somebody in the backfield instead of saying, "Hey guys, this is what we're doing. We're spreading you out, and we're going to pass the football." And the decision making in regard to the passes, you know, weren't great decisions either. You know, they they did a couple of fade patterns. The guys were completely covered. You know, Tennessee knew it was coming, and and you know the league understands what you do in situations. So the coaching needs to switch up things. They have to get even, you know, more creative in situations than just running different plays. You know, the tight end. If you come in. And you come into a bunch set, and even if you don't want to run the ball and you want to pass the ball, you want to get pass happy, bring in gold in, Mike. Bring your two tight ends in, right? Show, run, and then pass the ball out of that formation, which we haven't done, done once this whole season. Do it. And I guarantee you Smythe or Hill, the other tight end, or in gold, whoever the case may be, is wide open in the flat somewhere. I see teams do it week in and week out. We haven't done it once the whole season. Those type of plays, you know, give defenses even going forward something to think about. What do we do? We we do the same exact thing. Now, late in the game, when we had the two gifts handed to us, and me and you were on the phone all night, as, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, and I kept saying, why, why don't we just run the football? Mostart, even when he gets hit at the line of scrimmage, gets one or two yards. I mean, we don't have a lot to gain there. I mean, just give him the football. And what do they do? The next two possessions, you didn't see one pass. All you saw was run, 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 and boom. Twice, Mostert's in the end zone, and we got a two-touchdown lead. So they finally did something right. But then you go over to the defensive side, and you see nothing but a four-man rush, rush over and over again. They're in the hurry-up defense. We're not able to got, get guys in and out of the lineup. You don't see not – I didn't see not one blitz, Mike, on, on either one of those last two series. No, Levis, I think there were four-man rushes. Four-man rushes, and literally, to me, it looked like they were playing man-to-man on the outside and then zone a lot of the times as well because I watched um, Hopkins just – go completely across, across the, the field, field. Yep. from one side all the way to the – from the left sideline all the way to the right sideline. The where, if Levis would have waited another second, DeAndre Hopkins would have ran into his own sideline. That's how long he had in the pocket to throw the football. At no point did I see a blitz. Um, you know, I think that the coaching staff just absolutely failed us over and over again in this football game. When we got the ball back after their first touchdown, now keep in mind there was four and a half minutes. I mean, everybody watched the game, so they know how much time. There was four and a half minutes left on the clock, and we literally allowed them to go up the field in in a minute. I mean, it was literally a little bit over a minute. It was just unbelievable how quick, maybe a minute and a half, they went down the field like it was nothing. They took no time off the clock. When we got the ball back with close to three minutes left in the game, we come in and in basically, you know, our base offense with two receivers. Tyreek Hill's not even on the field, by the way, on the first couple of plays right. to where there's no threat, you know, on the outside to where the safeties have to worry about it. 
We have in gold and our tight ends on the field. And we won the, run the ball directly at them for basically, what, three yards on two downs? You know, that's what it boiled down to. And then on third down, we take a five-step drop. And uh, basically, that's it. You know, we're three and out. I think Tua wound up um, running for like four yards. And we had a holding penalty on the play anyway. So to me, at that point, you know, you're pass happy a lot of the game, right? Yeah. You know, we did run the ball at times, and then we kind of got away from it at times that we shouldn't have. But in that situation, you know, when you come on the field and you're basically telegraphing a running play on first down, why don't you pass the ball? Just like I said, down by the goal line, you know, fake the handoff to Mostart into the middle and have to a throw the ball to Ingold in the flat or to the tight end in the flat and get a big first down. And then you worry about running the football because you get maybe 10, 15 yards of field position there, number one. And number two, you, you, know, you force Tennessee to use all their timeouts, so on and so forth. They were very vanilla on that last drive. I felt that they probably should have been a little bit more creative, so to speak, you know, to where, and it doesn't take a lot, even a screen pass or a, or a pass to the, you know, to the receiver in the flat, a safe pass. You know, we've seen a lot of those things work, you know, even if it goes to A-Chain where you have him and Tyreek Hill on the same side and A-Chain just takes a step back off the line of scrimmage and you throw it to him in the flat. You know, I was looking for anything other than what they were doing. I mean, they basically telegraphed a lot of what they were doing at times, and it wound up biting them in the ass in the end, Mike, you know, as far as I'm concerned. I felt they did a, a just a horrible, horrible job of, you know, finishing and doing things properly. You know, the play calling was bad, and then the execution was even worse at times. All right, what we're going to do is we're going to take a step back for just a couple minutes, and we'll be right back. Yeah, it was tough to watch. I mean, that's the best way I can say it. It was just tough to watch. You know, you expect the team to compete. And when you're given a 14-point lead with, you know, four minutes and change left on the clock, I expect you to hold that lead. And I'm sure the coaches expect them to hold that lead. Why are we playing such a vanilla defense? I don't have the answer to that. I really don't because, I mean, they scored 15 points at the end of that game with four and a half minutes left in a game the where you basically held them to 13 points for three and a half quarters and you did it you did a fine job why all of a sudden did you know guys just run wide open down the field i'll tell you why because we weren't doing anything different you know we weren't sending a fifth guy to where Maybe it creates a you know a big turnover or a big or a big one sack on either one of those drives. Back there, send people at him. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I mean, even a corner blitz, anything, anything at all, because obviously on the drive prior, Mike. I mean, you should. And this this is the whole thing that really bothers me is that the drive prior to their winning touchdown drive, they they showed you that hey, you know. Listen, we're going to move the football on the defense that you're playing. It's yeah. that simple. Your your de- your your defensive line is not getting to our quarterback. So change it up. 
So when they got the ball back, you know, you have to take chances. You have to do it. I mean, if if you if you blitz and you get burnt, great. But to sit back and do what well, you yeah, did. If they beat you, they beat you. But at least they're beating you. You're not beating yourself. Mike, they scored so quickly that we still had close to two minutes on the yeah. clock when we got the ball back. Yeah. They scored no timeouts, but yeah. 15 points in basically three minutes is what they did. I think they started that first drive with four and a half minutes, and we got the ball back with a little bit more than a minute and a half left on the clock. They scored two touchdowns and a two-point conversion. By the way, the two-point conversion, the guy was wide away. I mean, it was just <laughs> it was just absolutely horrendous. It was like everybody was scrambling around, and nobody knew what the hell was going on. All of a sudden, they decided not to play defense at the end of that football game, but you know, the fact that they were so vanilla at the end of the game with the offense on their last possession, uh, not their second to last possession, and the defense on Tennessee's last two possessions was just absolutely ridiculous. And then when we got the ball back, I mean, that two-minute drill was just absolutely hideous. No urgency, no, I mean, literally no, like, you know, Tua at that point needs to get on the field and and get in the offensive line's ass and say, look, guys, you got to block for about five or six plays here. Hold your blocks. Do what the frig you got to do, and let's win this football game. We haven't played a great game, but let's go out there and win this game right now. And that's it. You know, and they went out there and just uh, just a horrible effort all the way around. He did get pressured, but... He's got to understand the situation, too. You have to get rid of that football somewhere, somehow, some kind of way on fourth down. You can't just hold the ball, step up, and just throw it down the field. Maybe you get a pass interference. Anything can happen. Anything. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, know, Lewis, there was two minutes and 40 seconds left on the clock, right? Right. And uh, we went three plays, eight yards, used 25 seconds. Yeah. Horrible. We give the ball to Tennessee. They go four plays, 64 yards, and 26 seconds. Insane. Absolutely insane. That's the story of the game. That's it. Plain and simple. They were aggressive. We weren't. Yep. You know, I mean, we were aggressive at times where we didn't need to be. We needed to be basic. Give the ball to Mostert. If we score those early touchdowns when we're down by the goal line, the game is over at yep. that point, period. Yep. You know, you're, you're beating up on them. It's not a scramble. Listen, we lost this game so many different ways, Mike. I we can't, collected three I turnovers. How many do we have? I don't think we turned the ball over, did we? Nope. We didn't turn the ball over at all. Right. We did. We did on the fumble by Tua. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know, inside, yeah, inside the five-yard yep. line. That was the one. But, you know, Mike, it's not, only, it's not only turnovers. You know, listen, we won the turnover battle. Yeah. I mean, you, you, look at their, you look at their offense, and Derrick Henry had 17 carries for 34 yards. Spears had seven carries for 29 yards, okay? Yeah. They, they, they did not run the football at all. They did. They annihilated Derrick Henry. He averaged two yards a carry tonight. He did nothing. 
and your secondary gives up probably 200 passing yards in the last four minutes of the game. I'm not kidding. How long were those drives at the end of the game? I mean, do you still have the drives up on, on your computer? I do. Um, the last drive was 64 yards. And it was plays. That all was the one play, I just talked about. Basically all passes. Yep. Yep. And then the one before that was 75 yards, nine plays, a minute 54. Yeah. And I think other than the last three yards that Derrick Henry um, ran the ball in on, uh, all of that yardage came through the air too. So they basically had 130 yards passing in the last four minutes of that, over a three-minute period basically. They mm-hmm. had 130 yards passing. I mean, and my right. that, that was pretty much all passing. Yep. And, you know, the fact that even earlier in the game, Mike, I mean, and, and I mentioned this to you again as we were talking through the game, that, man, are they throwing the ball deep on us a lot. And they were. Yeah. They, he had opportunity after opportunity to get the ball way down the field. I mean, even on the even on the pass interference, you know, Hopkins did pull, you know, X Man's yes, um, arm down. I mean, I yeah. think X Man had a beat on that ball and probably would have picked yeah, it, it off. He took him he out. Had, he took him out. He did. He took him out. And and you know, sometimes you get calls your way and sometimes you don't. I get that. But the fact that he had that much time to get the ball down the field over and over and over again was just absolutely ridiculous. The defense was was horrendous tonight. I mean, Derrick Henry went out in the flat and they just ignored him. And on how many times on third down did they pick up first downs tonight? I mean, it was just happening over and over and over again. I mean, it's just they had more offensive yards than we did when it was all said and done. And that that's telling. This team Spears had 89 yards receiving. Hopkins had 124 yards receiving. Yeah. Yep. 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 And then, you know, the tight end had 46 yards. And, you know, I mean, it it was, you know, it was basically Hopkins and Spears that killed us. But, you know, other guys contributed, and and that was the extent of it. But if you're Fangio, aren't you double-covering Hopkins? I mean, wouldn't that be logical? It would make sense to me because even the announcer during the game said, you know, if you're you're the Dolphins, you know, you've got to have an answer to Hopkins. I mean, even after the first half, you got to double him up. You have. I mean, to. he only had seven catches. He was targeted twelve times. So I, I, you know, you can understand their logic. But if there's one guy on that team that I think is going to beat me, he's that guy. Yeah. Well, Henry is the number one guy, but you took him out of the game. Right. Yes. You know, and you did it. You, you did it doing exactly what I wanted them to do. You know, they had a lot of people in the box, and they had the linebackers basically shooting the gaps over and over again. I mean, Long did it on the very first play of the game, you know, and oh, it set Lou, it set I can tone. understand if you don't want to cover him early because your, your focus early is going to be on Henry because they're going to try and establish the run. Right. Oh, yeah, but I'm agreeing later in the game, yes, when you, you know, when you're, you know they're pushing the ball down the field because they need to score. Of course. You got to send the fifth guy. You got to send the corner, the safety, get him up at the line of scrimmage, get the kid thinking, not allowing you to just, allowing him to sit there for four, five, six seconds on every single pass. Every single pass, basically. There were a few times where he had to scramble, Mike, but the kid threw the ball 38 times. How many times did 
I mean, I, I can't wait till the numbers come out because, I mean, he was getting pressured early in the game. Yeah. But late in the game, man, I mean, I'm telling you, he had time to throw the football. I'm sitting there and I'm like, my God, they're not getting them. They're just not getting them over and over and over again. Yeah, he didn't have a great game, but he played great late. Yeah, he play, and that's when it matters. I mean, yep. you know, you make great throws late in the game and that's it. All right, guys, we're going to break for a few moments and uh, we'll be right back. You know, our quarterback, Tua, you know, not a good game tonight. I mean, the very first play of that last drive, he overthrew A-chain by 10 yards, wide open in the middle of the field. If you yeah. get A-chain the football in the middle of the field like that, to where guys are scrambling around covering other guys and maybe you got a couple of receivers downfield blocking, God only knows how many yards that goes for. You can't miss him. He's wide open right in, the, right in front of you. You can't do it. I mean, he had a bad game tonight. He just did. And he I mean, wasn't sharp. He was not sharp. He di- he did not have. He had a few great throws. You know the the one to you know Hill where where he just absolutely. got in bounds. You know it's a great yeah. throw. Perfect it was timing. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. But but that wasn't his game. He was not sharp tonight. No, I mean he. Listen, last week he was phenomenal. Absolutely. Tonight, it was just, you know, listen, you get the ball back, you do everything possible to win that football game in the end. That's it. You know, you had a bad game. I get it. You know, the pass rush was getting to him a little bit. But, you know, that's, again, that's up to the coaching. They have to understand, hey, guys, we got three backups in. You know, McDaniel's got to understand that. But he's so hard-headed at times to where, he has Tua taking a five-step drop. I mean, it's like, no, yeah. get him the ball and get the ball out, <laughs> out in the hands. flat. Quick slants, I don't care. Get the ball to the receivers in the flat. Set up something. Set up the screen to the running backs. To, you know, Get the tight end doing a simple out. <laughs> I don't care what you do, but you have to get a, two, three first downs at the end of that game and win it. And all it takes is 10 yards at a time. You don't, you know, you don't have to get fancy pants down there. You know, five-step drops. Ugh, I mean, you know, just very, very frustrating to say the least. You know, I mean. Well, Lewis, there was no doubt you were frustrated because <laughs> you must have called me four times in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And, well, and every single time you called, you had something to say about the play calling. And, and you were right. Every yeah. single time you were right. Yeah. It was, it was. It was it was just I I can't even understand some of the logic behind what they did at times tonight. I just don't get it. I don't want to be overly critical because look, he is very smart with the way he designs plays and he's very smart with the way he generally calls a game, but tonight it didn't look like they were attacking Tennessee. Yeah. It looked like Tennessee was attacking us. You know what well, I mean? In game, Mike, you know, we've seen this before, um, you know, in fourth quarters from him. Yes. You know, in regard to in game coaching and and making, you know, obviously when Tyreek Hill goes out of the football game, you have to make adjustments. Well, you know, they were well, fortunate. They, they did try with uh no, they didn't, Mike. They continued to throw the ball to Cedric Wilson, and it worked. Well, that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, they they did try. Well, they didn't. They 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 basically ran a lot of the same plays. Only they were to Cedric Wilson. Now Cedric yeah. Wilson, 
you know, on that throw down the sideline, made a fantastic catch that actually wasn't a catch, you know, I mean, and they were smart enough to get up to the line of scrimmage. Right. And that was a big play on that drive. But inevitably, you know, the drive failed. You know, they they settled for a field goal on that drive because they got down to the three-yard line, or that may have been the next. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. They did settle for a field goal on that one as well because he threw a fade to Cedric Wilson on third down right. that, when we were at the three-yard line. And, you know, I, I told you at that point, I said, my God, on third down, run the football. Run Mozart. Yep. Maybe he gets in. If he doesn't, you get down to the one-yard line, and now you got a fourth and one, and you go for it. And if you don't get it, then Tennessee starts at the one-yard line. Exactly. There you have it, right? And you know they're going to try and run Henry, and you just bunch the line and, you know, just try to get a safety out of it. But what do they do? You know, they throw a fade. They come back down the field. He makes a phenomenal throw to Tyreek, gets him down to the three-yard line. You know, they're, they're, the, the, the stadium's all jacked up, and what do they do? They drop back to pass three straight times and throw three in, well, two incompletions and then two have fell on third down, and they have to kick another field goal. It's, it's like, it's what, what are you getting? It's what just you, maddening. What are you doing? What are you doing? Run the football. You got a guy that leads the NFL in rushing scores, right? I think he has more touchdowns than McCaffrey does in San Francisco. I mean, you have that ability. This guy has shown you the ability to get the ball in the end zone. So what are you doing there? Three times? I mean, come on. The, the coaching tonight just is mind-boggling to me. It really is. And I hate being, you know, this, this backseat driver or, you know, I hate <laughs> second-guessing coaching. But, man, oh, man, if you just stay to the basics, you know, you do that fancy-pants stuff, you get down the field with Tyreek catching balls, Waddle catching balls, you know, A-Chain and Mostart, you know, running those jet sweeps, so on and so forth. And you get down to the three-yard line, and then you decide that you're going to just try to throw the ball into a bunch of different guys, you know, running flag football type of, you know, offense. It, it just, to me, made no sense. And they did it on a few occasions down there where I felt they should have just ran the football. I mean, that yeah. simple. Anyway. Tough, tough night. It's a tough night, and, you know, Mike, you know, I, you know, I, I hate, you know, being negative. I really do, but, you know, this really puts us in a lot of ways in, in just an absolute horrible position. We were in the driver's seat, and now, you know, we're right back in the middle of the pack, and it's going to be a scramble to make the playoffs now. I mean, you know. Well, yeah, and you, you put the pressure on yourselves because now you have to beat the Jets. And oh, then you, you have to go up to Baltimore when you play them and you have to beat them and you better not lose to the Cowboys before them. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the Cowboys look like a, a world beater right now. I mean, yeah. if, if, if anybody, any Dolphin fan out there right now thinks that we're going to beat Dallas – you know, I, I'd say you're 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 crazy because well, if, if if they don't, they're going to end up being a low seed. Yeah. If if they, you know, assuming they don't lose out, you know. You know, you're you're in a position now to where you have now allowed you have now allowed Buffalo to creep right back into this sure. thing, and uh, and I will tell you, Mike, there are two games behind us right now. And all they have to do is get even with us. That's it. And they get yeah. the division. It's yeah. it. You know, you could see this thing, this game tonight 
has a major, major effect on the season going forward simply because of the fact that Buffalo plays us and we have to go to Baltimore and we have to play one of the hottest teams in football in, in, a, in two weeks in Dallas. Um, you know, this don't look past the Jets. And no, I mean, listen, I don't even I don't even want to throw the Jets into the mix because, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Jets are licking their chops after watching. You know, the the advantage that the Jets have is is that you know they've got a, they, we we're playing we're playing on a short week. Number one. Now, granted, we we have home field, but we're still on a short week. We came out of a very physical game where we lost a lot of guys to injury. Okay. Yeah. And they were able to sit there and just watch us play a football game. If you know their whole coaching staff was watching this game, and if you think that anything's going to change between now and Sunday, then you're gravely mistaken. You know the Jets, like I said, are absolutely licking their chops right now, absolutely. And um, when you look at Buffalo schedule down the stretch, Mike, that yeah, they play Dallas this coming Sunday, which is a big game. Right. You know, if they lose, then, you know, then that 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 will definitely help us. But after Dallas, they play the Chargers, who are going to probably be without Herbert. And they're not playing very well anyway. You know, you got to see that as a win. And they play New England at home. Another win in Buffalo. So you got to figure that that's a win as well. So they can literally come to Miami if we slip to, say, Dallas and Baltimore. Maybe a game behind us or dead even with us with that game in Miami, the last game of the season. And, you know, winner takes all situation. I mean, that's what this game meant to us. I mean, it really, really put us in a bad, bad situation, to say the least. You know, I I just don't see Buffalo slipping up in those games. You know, to Dallas, I could see them losing. Absolutely. I could too. But, you know, going forward – you know, those other two games, you know, they, they've got two more wins on their schedule, and we may not have one of them, one on our schedule. Is that game in Dallas or in Buffalo? <sighs> Let's see. Um, bu- 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 that game is in Buffalo, I believe. No, it's in, it's in Buffalo, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, well, you know, that's, that's to their advantage, obviously. That's absolutely to their advantage. Yep. I mean, Dallas is going to have to bring it, you know, and I, you know, I expect that to be a really nip and tuck game. If they beat Dallas this week, Mike, we're in a world of shit. It's yeah. that simple. And yeah. Dolphin fans should be, you know, thinking on those terms as well. This game, you know, what it showed you was that the injuries are definitely taking their toll. There's no question about it. And the coaching staff did not do a good enough job to basically make up for those losses. You know, that's, that's right. That's one hundred percent accurate. You know, without Holland in the game, Mike. You know, my my thought is this: is that instead of playing it safe, then you maybe have to put a little bit more pressure on the quarterback if your front is not getting it done, um, because you know he is vulnerable to the pass back there. Yeah, he's, um, he's, like I Brand, said, he's Brandon a young Jones. quarterback. I'm sending people after him. Let him beat me. But yes. he's going to have to beat me. I'm not going to beat myself, and that's sort of what we did. Absolutely. And this offense is not a juggernaut either. I mean, you know, if you if you double up on Hopkins and, you know, to have Ramsey 
play man to man, I think you're fine with that. Send yep. the linebackers. You know, let let the guys do what they do. You know, send Bay. I don't care. Not Baker. Send Long. Send whoever you have to. Send Riley after him. I. You know, it. All I watched was a four man rush all night, especially late in the game. Oh, yes, you, you send Jones after him. Anybody. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Get somebody up there. And you know, basically, get somebody in his face to where. Yeah, I just don't. I don't like this prevent defense. I just don't like it. That's what it looked like, didn't it? Yep, that's what it was. When they were showing replays, you had guys running completely across the field in kind of a zone type defense too. I mean, it it wasn't like you had a you know a corner uh, chasing him at times. And um, I'd have to look at it on the all twenty two, but I'll tell you, it looked soft to me. It looked like a very soft defense. It did. It did. And, and, you know, Mike, throw in the fact that they gave us two gifts. Yeah, sure. I mean, literally, they gave us basically two touchdowns there. Sure. With those. I mean, we didn't force those mistakes. Those no. were absolutely just horrible mistakes on Tennessee's part. Our defense had nothing to do with that. Siler interception, absolutely. But the, the, the muffed punt and then yeah. the pitch out to Henry – were just hard. They were gifts. They were yep. absolute gifts. You, Agreed. You, you take those two things away, and oh my God, it's it's just ugly. Period. Yep. Yep. All the way across the board. Yeah. Well, listen, our offense didn't do a whole lot. <laughs> no, they just didn't do a whole lot. They just you know? didn't. I mean, they they had their big plays here and there, but you know, as far as like you know, just boom. But first. you know, once once hell went out, you saw the offense drop. Obviously. Okay. At times, Mike. At times. And, but when he came back in, it electrified them a little bit. Well, it did. It did. But Mike, they had they were running the ball. I mean, even, you know, as as I was listening to the announcers, they were saying, My God, they're doing such a great job of running the ball with Tyreek standing on the sideline. They yeah. they were moving the football. Yeah, no, I know they were running the ball, but I'm talking you know. about through the air. Yeah, That's what well, I'm referring he, to. that one drive that Hill was out, Mike, they got all the way down in inside the inside the five yard line. Cedric Wilson, about that, the, yes, that, that was the that, drive that, that Cedric right. Wilson made some plays on. Um, right. So it wasn't like we completely bogged down when he went out of the game. We were still moving the football. We just didn't execute when we were in the position to execute. We, I think, we settled. For two field goals instead of, you know, getting touchdowns down there twice. So. All right. Tough. tough frustrating. Very, very tough. frustrating. That's all. But, you know, we, we get another opportunity on Sunday. So oh, we'll, we'll see boy. what happens. My God. <laughs> Man, they, they really got to turn it around awfully quick. They're going to have to scratch and claw, and they're going ha- to have to hope that Hunt and, you know, <laughs> some of these other guys can come back. Yeah. My my thought is is that Armstead and Hunt um you know were held out for the Jets, obviously. Probably. That they could probably At least we get hope it. so. <laughs> and and I don't think Lamb did a bad job in replacing Armstead. And I thought that Robert Jones was doing a very adequate adequate job or whoever it was in place of Hunt tonight. Um, you know, I think when, when Williams the pass went protection down, was spotty. Yeah, well, when Williams went down, it got bad. But, Mike, that was the importance of scoring early. Remember yep. when I told you that? Yep. I said, Mike, later in the game, trust me, this is going to bite us in the ass. Because you get down there, you put a great drive together, you have an opportunity to put them down immediately, and we fumble the ball at the two-yard line. 
you, you can't do that because as the, as the game progressed, we kept losing guys in and out of the lineup over and over and over again. You get that early score and you have that for the rest of the game. You know, they can't take that away. Those seven points. That's right. You come away with nothing there. Nothing on a, dr- a nice drive you put together. You come away with nothing. It just can't happen. You know, you just can't. You got to execute. You got to execute inside the inside the red zone. You have to. And we've done a great job of it. But tonight just wasn't there. And if you go back and you look at our losses over the course over the course of this season, it was a very similar situations to where we were there. We had the opportunities and we failed. The Kansas City game. Late in that game, we had opportunities and we failed. We failed. You know, you, you, yep. you, got, you got to find a way to win these football games. You just have to. You got to find a way to make plays and, um, you know, come up with good play, you know, good, well, good listen, play Well, listen, you calling. lose to the Chiefs, you can live with that. You lose to the Eagles, you can live with that. But there's no way they should have lost to the Titans. Absolutely not. This is – and not in December, Mike, when you know the – I mean, early in the year, there's At always slip-ups. Yep. There's always slip-ups, but late in the year when it every game is just so vital, you, you just can't do it. You can't do it. You can look at this schedule right now, Mike, our schedule, and you really got to be concerned. You really I do. Am. I mean, you really have to be. As a Dolphin fan- I was concerned before, but now I'm really concerned. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You have to be. You absolutely have to be concerned with- with this schedule going forward right now and the fact that there's not only the Bills, but there's other teams that have much, much easier schedules down the stretch. And you're sitting at nine and four and literally, if you don't get a win next week, wow. I mean, you know, no, this if they don't win next week, they're done. I mean, they're, you know, <laughs> they're done. Yeah, it's it's going to it's you know, a promising season is going to go right out the window and you know, people can blame the, you know, they can blame the uh, uh they can blame the injuries and so on and so forth, but man, Mike, we've had injuries all year long and we've overcome them against better teams than the team we played tonight, you know. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, Armstead's been out how many games this year? <laughs> a you lot. Know, Hunt's missed a few. Connor Williams has missed what four. I mm. mean, we've had guys missing all over the place, all over the place. And yeah. um, you know, for all the people out there, all the Dolphin fans that you know say, "Why don't we get any respect?" and so on and so forth, it's because every time we're on prime time, we seem to throw a stink bomb out there, and that's until we change that. You know, until we change that at some point, then, you know, this is the way we're going to be looked That's how the national out. media sees you, because that's what they're seeing. Well, it's not only the media, Mike. It's, it's you know, football fans in general, you know, yeah. that are watching these games. You know, a lot of people that are not Dolphin fans that, you know, that I speak to say, you know, every time you guys have an opportunity to, you know, to show the world something, you know, we tend to, you know... We we tend to not play well. Well, tonight, I, I hear I hear people saying, "Why don't we get any respect from ESPN or you know that over NBC Sports or whatever?" You know they 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 complain about the lack of respect, but when you when you have the ability to show that you deserve that respect, they drop the ball. Right. 
Uh, and Mike, that's in December. You got to win these games. It's crunch time. Listen, I you know I'm watching plays over the course of the game. You know that 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 took place, and even on the even on that past that that Tyreek got hurt on Mike. Yeah, he had no business throwing the ball to him. They had four guys in that flat defending. He lost five yards on that play. Yep. Tua's got to recognize that. He's got to recognize it. He's got to say. He's got to look at the defense, and he's got to say, I'm not even thinking about throwing the ball there because he had no way of succeeding on that play. That's a ball that when you look into the flat and you see it, and you can go back and watch it. No, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to see this game again, but <laughs> I'm, I'm watching plays from the game, and as I rewatched it, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, that ball should have never even been thrown to begin with because there was four, literally four Tennessee Titans there. There was no way that that play was going to be successful. He should have looked into the flat, saw what was going on, and said, Hang nope, not else. doing it. That or ball's got, getting thrown out of bounds. Or got rid of, of it, throwing it 10 yards over yeah, his head. Throwing it, at, throw, throwing it out of bounds and, and yeah. live to see another day. All right, Lewis, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, exactly. We we come back on uh, I guess Wednesday. Well, yeah, we'll record on Wednesday night, probably or Wednesday afternoon, and uh, it'll yeah. post either Wednesday night or Thursday. Yep. So anyway, all righty. All right, Lewis. Thanks for, thanks for joining me tonight. I don't know, I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. I will tell you that. I just <laughs> don't know. Just Were you drinking know. coffee? <laughs> no, I didn't drink any coffee. I'm just okay. like just. Just pissed beyond belief. Yeah, I know. Well, like I said, thanks for joining me and thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, hopefully it gets better. We got to play better. Yep. Um, so we'll be back to preview the Jets and uh, until then, fins up. Fins up. All right, fin fans, that's today's show. I want to thank the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Sports Social Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. They've got articles and... Uh, podcast, which I think you'll enjoy. All right. Until next week, be well and take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.